0: What's up, everybody? It's Friday, and I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another episode. Today's episode is 183, and in today's show, I'm talking about intermittent fasting. I'm answering a listener question, reviewing a topic that I've talked about before, but quite a bit uh, in the past, so hopefully this one helps you guys out if you're a newer listener, and if you aren't a new listener, maybe this will just kind of refresh Um, at least my opinion on intermittent fasting and maybe encourage you to try it or maybe discourage you from trying it depending on what side you lean on right now. Uh, You know, as with everything, I think extremes aren't necessarily the best best route, right? So, I think uh, balance and moderation is kind of key to everything. Uh, So, keep that in mind as you try different things out in fitness. Don't become, you know, a a zealot to certain things and uh, do things that make you Make you have an easier time with your goals. Do things that help you get to your goals a little faster, maybe. Uh, but don't become so married to an idea that you have no open mind, right? Uh, just like I talked about on Monday, keep that open mind and those open eyes. Um, so you're 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 trusting things, but you're verifying them as you go. That's the way to success. That's the way to fitness success, and really implementing all these different tools like intermittent fasting and um, all. Y- You know using them all for your success uh that's that's kind of the gist of today's show but i do go over some actual kind of practical stuff as far as fasting is concerned what you could expect if you try it the benefits of it maybe the the detriments of it who really shouldn't do it and then an easy way to start if you decide to do it so hopefully this episode is helpful for you if you've been thinking about trying it or you're curious about what i think about it and uh Let's get down to today's episode, episode 183 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast of Foodie Friday. Let's go.
1: Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the Mic today. Your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. Foodie Friday.
0: What's up, everybody? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Welcome to another episode, specifically episode 183, and it's a foodie Friday here in April from Austin, Texas, and uh, I'm talking, well, I'm not just talking, I'm actually reaching into the listener mailbag today, right? The listener questions, the Q&A type episodes are always my favorite. Sometimes I answer three or four in an episode. Sometimes I stick to one. Today's show, I'm sticking to one because it was just a general question about a topic, my thoughts on intermittent fasting. That's the listener question for today. And hey, guys, I really like uh, answering listener questions, right? If you guys are listening, uh, if you're one of the one of the regular listeners of the show, or maybe you're even just popping in, um, hello and feel free to ask any question. You know, anything goes there's, there's no, no boundaries, no limits, no stupid questions, right? It's just anything goes. Just go to triple F podcast.com slash contact. That's www the word triple, the letter F the word podcast.com slash contact. And I will link that in the full description of the podcast in the show notes so you can check it out as well there. Uh, but that's the best place to go to answer your question or to ask your question and I'll answer it on the show, right? So you'll have a little contact form there, you just submit your question, it can be totally anonymous if you choose and you know it doesn't really matter, you can put your name, you can chat with me a little bit, you can do whatever you want there and that's just the best place to contact me. It goes straight to my email, straight to my personal email so I can see them, I can create content, uh, based on those questions, right? Based on what you guys want to hear, that's really how I create a majority of the content, right? It's it's not super easy always having a solo podcast, right? I have interviews once in a while, uh, but it's not an interview show, right? This is more of a, of a practical, short, kind of actionable advice type of show, right? And uh, I do it a lot of times solo. And to come up with content and to continue to produce things that will be interesting for you guys, I the questions really help me. I mean, that really shows me what you guys are after, what interests you. Um, it's basically like a, great customer survey, right? Only you're actually getting your questions answered. So head over to triple F podcast.com slash contact. If you want your question answered, that's where today's question was actually, uh, submitted. So I saw it in my email about a week ago and I'm answering it now on this episode. It was my thoughts on intermittent fasting. Um, I've talked about this in the past, but that was quite a while ago. Probably one of my first episodes is when I talked about fasting and that one was more, um, it was more of like a, a scientific approach to it, right? Like what happens in your body, what what benefits are there to it, and who shouldn't fast based on physiology and who should and the times where it can be beneficial or the times it can be detrimental, right? That was really the main focus of the first episode I did on intermittent fasting. and I've dropped in a few nuggets here and there about it, but today's show, I really want to talk about um, the... The most important part of it, which was just if it actually works, right? If it actually works for weight loss, like most of the people who are interested in fasting or want to experiment with fasting, uh, they're after the practical... Um, the actual results right they want to lose weight faster that's kind of the thing right and fasting is kind of big right now it's really blowing up It's, it's something that's gaining popularity whereas a few years ago it was kind of unheard of and it was actually kind of a rare opinion to have that fasting was good for you uh now it's more popular it's more mainstream uh they're even starting to make you know supplement products and all kinds of stuff coming out based on fasting and i mean that's just kind of showing that the marketing efforts are going towards that because of the growing popularity, right? So there must be something to it, right? Well, I'll kind of review that in today's show. If it's going to help you lose weight faster, what it's good for, what it's not good for. Let's get down to that next. So intermittent fasting, I mean, if someone asks you, if someone asks me, this is the answer I would tell them, but here's an answer that you can take and, you know, put in your own mind as far as your own questions. And also if anyone else asks you about intermittent fasting, what you got to say is it's a method of calorie restriction. Okay. And this is the majority of the time. This isn't all the time because I know a lot of people that fast actually when they are trying to gain muscle as well, but it, for, for most people in kind of mainstream fitness, intermittent fasting is just another method of calorie restriction. Basically, when every diet comes down to it, right, if you really dig, 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 every, every diet is going to come down to some form of calorie restriction, whether that's good, whether that's bad, it's still going to involve eating less food, right? If you're taking out all carbs you're probably going to eat less food in general as you go throughout your day if you're taking out fat same thing taking out protein i don't know many people that do that but same thing right you're restricting calories if you're only focusing on whole foods you're kind of eliminating the risk uh, to overeat junk foods which is going to increase your calories right so it's a roundabout method of controlling your calories and decreasing your calories Some people choose not to do things by the numbers. Some people choose to just eat a certain way, but really what it comes down to is your results are going to be based on how much you eat versus how much you're moving, right? And how much your body is burning. There's a lot of factors that go into that, but that's really what it comes down to. And the same is with fasting, right? It's just another method of restricting calories because you're not eating. Hence, you're not putting in calories, right? Hence, the equation is heavily... uh, is heavily swayed over to the over to the side of calorie burn, right? And even if you're eating your calories in a certain time window, which is commonly how intermittent fasting is done, uh, you're still gonna decrease the risk of you overeating, and that is what fasting is good for. Okay, so to answer the question, is fasting um, is fasting gonna help you lose weight faster? Technically, no, it's not. I mean, compared to someone who eats breakfast and eats the same amount of calories as you. No, the meal timing doesn't necessarily matter. So, just the fasting alone isn't going to achieve isn't going to help you achieve faster results necessarily. If it does, it's going to be microscopic. Uh, I mean, you're going to get the same results as someone who eats the same amount of calories uh, spread out through many meals throughout the day. However, it is a method of easier calorie restriction. So how fasting typically goes is you go without food for a certain period of time. And then you have a certain window that you can eat, it might be 16 hour fast, eight hour eating window, maybe a 24 hour fast and then you eat again, whatever it is, you're, you're trying to push that that energy balance equation over to the calorie burn side at the calories in versus calories out. You're really focusing on that calories out portion and, you know, trying to decrease that calories in, in one block of time. However, it's not really going to help you lose weight faster. Uh, so that's, that's what you can think about fasting is it's just a method of calorie restriction, not really superior to just normal calorie restriction, uh, but it is a method that you can use to, to make it easier, right? To make that calorie restriction feel less gruesome, less brutal, and, you know, maybe, maybe you need that in your life, right? Maybe your calorie, your calorie deficit is pretty hard and you're eating, you know, five times a day, but you're only getting to eat five, 500 calories every meal, or maybe even less than that. Uh, Maybe, you know, 300 calories a meal, not much, right? And intermittent fasting is the solution to that. So how I mean by that is basically you're just taking your total number of calories and divide them by the number of meals you have, right? This is another way to look at fasting and and what it's good for, kind of my thoughts on it. Um, This is just a method of sustainability, right? That's really all it is, which you know I think is everything, so you can probably kind of deduct here that I am a fan of intermittent fasting for this reason, because the sustainability goes through the roof when you are able to eat more food, even if you're in a deficit, right? And it's not really more food, it just seems like it because of this division equation, so you're taking your total calories divided by the number of meals that you're going to eat, right? If you're eating five meals a day, oh, let's say you're eating 2,000 calories a day, right? Uh, just for an easy, easy division, five meals a day, you're eating 400 calories every single meal, if my math is correct, right? So 400 calories spread out through five meals. However, if you only eat two meals... It's a 1,000 calories a meal, right? And now, which do you think is more sustainable? Is it easier to go without food for a little bit and then eat two 1,000-calorie meals or stick to a plan where you have to eat five, 400-calorie meals a day, but you can't go above that, right? And you can kind of see that the option with the bigger meals is probably going to be easier for a lot of people. It's going to be more flexible. It's going to fit around your social life, your eating life, kind of how you plan your nutrition, allow you to eat bigger dinners, Maybe the food you want in the evening, or the food that you want in the morning, instead of uh, you know having to really restrict throughout the day for every single meal. And I'm not saying one is superior than the other for actual fat loss, uh, but you are going to see a lot more people sticking to it in intermittent fasting, that's really that's really what I found as a personal trainer, as an online coach, that if you are able to give people the illusion of having higher calories while they're eating at a deficit they are going to succeed a lot more a lot more often right i've talked about this before about how a good method for for being able to eat more and keeping yourself kind of sticking to the diet plan or the nutrition plan is actually to burn more calories instead of decrease your calories you're eating right so including more activity maybe some cardio it actually does wonders because you're able to increase your activity level and you know thus the calorie expenditure the calories out equation uh, and then your calories in can stay the same so you don't really have to drop it lower and lower and lower and lower Intermittent fasting is kind of also an illusion this way that you are still intaking the same calories in and your calories out. the same, but you're just decreasing the frequency of your meals, which is going to make it more sustainable and allow you to have more flexibility with your diet. That's the benefit of intermittent fasting, sustainability, flexibility, um, and just bigger meals in general to create that illusion, uh, of, of a lesser calorie deficit and it's going to be the exact same results as someone who can stick to that 400 calorie a meal diet. It's just going to be a lot easier uh, to have that flexibility. So, intermittent fasting is good for people who desire bigger meals. That would basically be my advice. And someone also who doesn't want to count calories. It's going to be really hard for you to stick to a good calorie deficit and actually get the results you want as far as losing fat is concerned, uh, even gaining muscle sometimes, right? If you are eating a ton of times throughout the day, it's going to be a lot harder to stick to that because it's going to be, it's going to require a lot of if you're not measuring, if you're not weighing, it's gonna require a lot of experience to be able to eyeball exactly 400 calories, for example, versus if you give yourself a bigger kind of wiggle room, you're really able to, to have that flexibility, right? So I like intermittent fasting for people who don't wanna count and who don't wanna track their food because you're only eating a couple times per day, the likelihood that you're gonna overeat is, is very, very low. Uh, i've not seen it very often in fact it's usually the opposite where people undereat, and that would be kind of someone who intermittent fasting isn't for it is for the people who can eat large meals and prefer that it isn't for someone who does not have the appetite to eat large meals and has problems eating enough food right and you can you can probably tell who you are if you don't tend to eat very much maybe track for a few days see how much you typically eat if you're really really under eating the way you're eating currently intermittent fasting is probably just going to make that worse. Right. And I've seen this before, uh, most commonly in women where if they only eat a couple times per day, they still might only eat 500 calories a meal just because the appetite's not super huge. Right. And that's fine, but you're going to end up really under eating and damaging that metabolism. So you don't really want to decrease the number of times you're going to eat. However, maybe on the other side, maybe it's a female, maybe it's a male, I don't know. But if you have a bigger appetite like me, you like to eat bigger meals, like 1,000 calories at 1,200 calories a meal, then it's a good choice because you're gonna decrease the, the likelihood of overeating throughout the day, right? If you enjoy that big of a meal, then you probably will have a tendency to overeat. Even if it's a little bit by little bit, you do that five times a day, you're really gonna increase your calorie intake. So what I mean by that is, you overeat by 100 calories uh you know every meal you do that 5 times a day you're 500 calories over than what you planned which is actually some fat gain but if you are eating less times a day and you only get 100 calories over you're really decreasing that kind of screw up window right you have that wiggle room and that's huge for people that like to eat a lot you're also it's basically just tricking the brain right that's that's what you're doing and you're telling The brain that you're eating these big meals so it's really satisfied you're not craving through the day you might be surprised if you haven't fasted before that when you do you actually find yourself enjoying it and not not craving foods because you had such a filling meal before right you're able to eat a nice filling meal in the evening and that really carries carries you through the next fast and then you're able to kind of control that hunger a little bit more that's really one of the biggest benefits to fasting guys is you are able to experience hunger and that is actually very, very valuable, right? If you're able to experience real hunger where you have not eaten for 18, 24 hours, you're going to kind of look at things differently as far as if you need to eat, want to eat. If you're just thirsty, it's really going to help you get to know your body a lot faster than if you're just constantly feeding yourself, right? So you're able to recognize when you're truly hungry you're able to recognize how much food you need it's able to get there a lot faster that's a big benefit of fasting and those are i guess the people that should and shouldn't use it if you don't have a big appetite uh, then i probably wouldn't suggest intermittent fasting and a lot of times i wouldn't really suggest it to women just because of this because under eating can really cause some some issues in women Uh, but You know, if you're eating the right amount of food, it doesn't really matter if you enjoy the flexibility, the wiggle room, and the sustainability that can bring it's it's great go for it. So let's talk now how to how to actually implement fasting uh, in in your life, right in your nutrition plan. So, the best place to start with a fast, there's a few different methods that I like, but the best place to start is probably with just an eating window, right? So, you're just doing probably a 16, 14 to 16 hour fast would be about perfect, and you know, eight, eight to 10 hour eating window, which is going to be pretty normal for you. You're basically just skipping one meal through the day. And that can be dinner, that can be breakfast, whatever you choose. Personally, I do breakfast when I do fast. I actually am not currently fasting, but I am a big fan of it. Uh, so it, it's, it's going to look like 16 hours of not eating, eight hours of eating, for example. So you're going to, uh, maybe you only eat from noon to eight, right? Maybe you eat from one to nine maybe you eat from two to ten that little window is the time where you can eat food and maybe you just have lunch and dinner maybe you do lunch snack dinner snack maybe you just do lunch snack dinner right you can eat as many times as you want but you are just lessening the amount of time that you're in a fed state And that's really useful. Uh, This is probably my favorite method of it. It's the easiest to follow. It's just involving skipping one meal. So it's really not that bad. And you can drink any liquids you want as long as they're calorie free. Uh, That's probably the best place to get started fasting. You can also experiment um, with more of. Uh, an eat stop eat style of fasting which is 24 hour fast so maybe you eat all week and you just kind of eat intuitively choose healthy foods and then once a week you fast right and you go for 24 hours and there's little methods of this that maybe i'll talk about next week of kind of how you can keep track of your weight and your waist measurement and adjust the number of times and how long you fast based on that Uh, but this is a great method of of kind of getting it over with, right? If you like your breakfast, you don't really want to give up breakfast and you don't want to give up dinner, but you still want the benefits of fasting, uh, try, try this style. It's a little, little harder to go a full 24 hours without food. You're definitely going to be wanting the food, uh, but you are going to learn to enjoy it. Uh, and you're just going to go the full 24 hours, right? So you might have dinner at 8 p.m., and you go all the way till dinner the next day at 8 p.m. That would be your 24-hour fast, uh, and once again, zero-calorie stuff is fine in in the fast in there, but for that time, you're not eating any food. What that does is, long-term, it's going to actually do the same thing as the little eating windows, right? Just like the 16-8 in, intermittent fasting method uh, kind of pushes all your food into eight hours, and it's going to just decrease the frequency and increase the wiggle room. 24 hours is the same thing, only more on like a weekly basis. So you're going to do that fast once or twice a week. And what you're going to see is over the course of the seven days, your calorie intake is going to be lowered, right? Because you're just decreasing the number of times you're eating as far as days are concerned. So it's just a bigger perspective. It's going to do the same thing, um, but you're going to actually have to account for that in your macros. So you're going to want to decrease, um, you're going to want to decrease your increase. There we go. You're going to want to increase your calories on every other day because you're actually uh, dropping them to zero for a whole day, right? So what that kind of looks like is if you're supposed to eat 2000 calories a day, but you fast once a week, you you can add those 2000 calories spread out throughout the week, right? It might just look like two days with an extra thousand calories. It might look like four days with An extra 500 calories, it might be spread out over all six days you're not fasting, but you can take those calories and include them in other days, which is going to really help your sustainability and the flexibility of the plan, right? Because you can eat more calories, so it seems like you're not as much in a deficit, uh, but with that fast, your weekly average is going to end up in the deficit. That's how you would use fasting in the 24hour style if maybe you have a little more discipline you maybe you're maybe more experienced and you like breakfast that was a good way to do it um, I would suggest starting with the 168 method just because uh, it's hard to go 24 hours without food right it's a long time that that 16 especially if you're sleeping for seven or eight hours of that is really not that bad and it's really something you can learn in just a couple times doing it right and it's almost easier to do it every day because you're not used to being fed all the time that's really how i would start fasting if i was you So all in all, everybody, it comes down to the sustainability and it comes down to the flexibility of the plan. And intermittent fasting is a great way to include that. That's why I like it. That's why I use it in my own nutrition. That's why I suggest a lot of my clients use it. Uh, it's it's something that can really, really help you stick to your plan and make sure that you're not going off the wagon and overeating. Uh, it is though not for everybody. So be sure to you know, trust yet verify, just like I talked about on Monday, uh, you know, maybe you try it, but you have an open mind going into it, but you verify, right? You don't just blindly follow it because I said it's beneficial. You may be tried. It. If it's not for you, it's not for you. And that's just fine. But as with everything in nutrition, I probably, you know, it's, one size fits nobody, so I really suggest you just try it for yourself. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. Hopefully, you're able to get something from it and learn more about intermittent fasting. Once again, if you have a question you want answered on the show, just go to triplefpodcastcom contact me there. Follow me, StoltzFit, on Instagram. I appreciate each and every one of you tuning in for today's show. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hopefully, it's warming up where you are and spring is coming. Um, I'll see you guys on Monday.
1: Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.